0: Today is March the 2nd. Today, God gives Israel what they want. today, please read Numbers 14 and 15. At the end of the reading yesterday, the scouts gave a bad report. 10 of the 12 said that Israel would not be able to take the land of Palestine. And so in chapter 14, the people rebel. They say, "We, we don't want to go into that land to fight. Oh, it'd be better if we would just go back to Egypt. We don't want to take Palestine. Well, the Lord understandably becomes incensed. He's uh, brought Israel out of Egypt to take over the land of Palestine. Now they're saying they don't want to. And so the Lord goes to Moses and said, I'll kill them all. Moses intercedes and the Lord relents. He says, okay, Moses, I'll not kill them, but they don't want to go to the land of Palestine. They will not go to the land of Palestine. They will die here in this wilderness. Only their children will go, will go to the land of Palestine. Um, the ten scouts who gave the bad report all die of a plague. Then Israel uh, repents. They say, "Oh, we've we've done wrong." Uh, We should have never doubted. Let's go take the land. Moses says, no, the Lord has said that you will not take the land. They go anyway. At the end of chapter 14, uh, the people say, we realize we've sinned. Now we're ready to enter the land the Lord has promised. Moses says, you're just disobeying the Lord again. Nevertheless, They go, verses 44 and 45, the people defiantly pushed ahead toward the hill country, even though neither Moses nor the Ark of the Lord's Covenant left the camp. And the Amalekites and the Canaanites who lived in those hills came down and attacked them and chased them back as far as Hormah. They lost that battle. They were not able to take the land because God had said that they wouldn't. Enjoy today as you read Numbers 14 and 15.
1: Then the whole community began weeping aloud, and they cried all night. Their voices rose in a great chorus of protest against Moses and Aaron. If only we had died in Egypt! Or even here in the wilderness, they complained. Why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? Our wives and our little ones will be carried off as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? They plotted among themselves. Let's choose a new leader and go back to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down on the ground before the whole community of Israel. Two of the men who had explored the land, Joshua, son of Nun, Caleb, son of Jephunneh, tore their clothing. They said to all the people of Israel, The land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land. And if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us safely into the land and give it to us. It is a rich land flowing with milk and honey. Do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people of the land. They are only helpless prey to us. They have no protection, but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them." But the whole community began to talk about stoning Joshua and Caleb. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to all the Israelites at the tabernacle. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people treat me with contempt? Will they never believe me, even after all the miraculous signs I have done among them? I will disown them and destroy them with a plague. Then I will make you into a great nation, greater and mightier than they are. But Moses objected. "'What will the Egyptians think when they hear about it?' he asked the Lord. "'They know full well the power you display in rescuing your people from Egypt. "'Now if you destroy them, the Egyptians will send a report to the inhabitants of this land, "'who have already heard that you live among your people. "'They know, Lord, that you have appeared to your people face to face, "'and that your pillar of clouds hovers over them.' They know that you go before them in the pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Now if you slaughter all these people with a single blow, the nations that have heard of your fame will say, The Lord was not able to bring them into the land he swore to give them, so he killed them in the wilderness. Please, Lord, prove your power is as great as you have claimed. For you said, The Lord is slow to anger and filled with unfailing love, forgiving every kind of sin and rebellion. But he does not excuse the guilty. He lays the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. In keeping with your magnificent, unfailing love, please pardon the sins of this people, just as you have forgiven them ever since they left Egypt. Then the Lord said, I will pardon them as you have requested, but as surely as I live, And as surely as the earth is filled with the Lord's glory, not one of these people will ever enter that land. They have all seen my glorious presence and miraculous signs I performed both in Egypt and in the wilderness. But again and again they have tested me by refusing to listen to my voice. They will never even see the land I swore to give their ancestors. None of them who have treated me with contempt will ever see it. But my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others have. He has remained loyal to me, so I will bring him into the land he explored. His descendants will possess their full share of the land. Now turn around and don't go towards the land where the Amalekites and Canaanites live. Tomorrow you must set out for the wilderness in the direction of the Red Sea." Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, How long must I put up with this wicked community and its complaints about me? Yes, I have heard the complaints the Israelites are making against me. Now tell them this, As I surely live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very things I heard you say. You will all drop dead in this wilderness. Because you complained against me, every one of you who is twenty years or older and was included in the registration will die. You will not enter and occupy the land I swore to give you. The only exceptions will be Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. "'You said your children would be carried off as plunder. "'Well, I will bring them safely into the land, "'and they will enjoy what you have despised. "'But as for you, you will drop dead in this wilderness, "'and your children will be like shepherds "'wandering in the wilderness for forty years.' In this way, they will pay for your faithlessness until the last of you lies dead in the wilderness. Because your men explored the land for 40 days, you must wander in the wilderness for 40 years, a year for each day, suffering the consequences of your sin. Then you will discover what it is like to have me for an enemy." I, the Lord, have spoken. I will certainly do these things to every member of the community who has conspired against me. They will be destroyed here in this wilderness, and here they will die. The ten men Moses had sent to explore the land, the ones who incited rebellion against the Lord with a bad report, were struck dead with a plague before the Lord. Of the twelve who had explored the land, only Joshua and Caleb remained alive. When Moses reported the Lord's words to all the Israelites, the people were filled with grief. Then they got up early the next morning and went to the top of the range of hills. Let's go, they said. We realize that we have sinned, but now we are ready to enter the land the Lord has promised us. But Moses said, Why are you now disobeying the Lord's orders to return to the wilderness? It won't work. Do not go up into the land now. You will only be crushed by your enemies because the Lord is not with you. When you face the Amalekites and the Canaanites in battle, you will be slaughtered. The Lord will abandon you because you have abandoned the Lord. But the people defiantly pushed ahead towards the hill country, even though neither Moses nor the Ark of the Lord's Covenant left the camp. Then the Amalekites and the Canaanites who lived in the hills came down and attacked them and chased them back as far as Hormah. Then the Lord told Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you finally settle in the land I am giving you, you will offer special gifts as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. These gifts may take the form of a burnt offering, a sacrifice to fulfill a vow, a voluntary offering, or an offering at any of your annual festivals, and they may be taken from your herds of cattle or your flocks of sheep and goats. When you present these offerings, you must also give the Lord a grain offering of two quarts of choice flour mixed with one quart of olive oil. For each lamb offered as a burnt offering or a special sacrifice, you must also present one quart of wine as a liquid offering. If the sacrifice is a ram, give a grain offering of four quarts of choice flour mixed with a third of a gallon of olive oil. And give a third of a gallon of wine as a liquid offering. This will be a pleasing aroma to the Lord. When you present a young bull as a burnt offering or as a sacrifice to fulfill a vow or as a peace offering to the Lord, you must also give a grain offering of six quarts of choice flour mixed with two quarts of olive oil, and give two quarts of wine as a liquid offering. These will be a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord." Each sacrifice of a bull, ram, lamb, or young goat should be prepared in this way. Follow these instructions with each offering you present. All of your native-born Israelites must follow these instructions when you offer a special gift as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. And if any foreigners visit you or live among you and want to present a special offering as a pleasing aroma to the Lord, they must follow these same procedures. Native-born Israelites and foreigners are equal before the Lord and are subject to the same decrees. This is a permanent law for you to be observed from generation to generation. The same instructions and regulations will apply both to you and to the foreigners living among you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you arrive in the land where I am taking you, and you eat the crops that grow there, You must set some aside as a sacred offering to the Lord. Present a cake from the first of the flour you grind and set it aside as a sacred offering, as you do with the first grain from the threshing floor. Throughout the generations to come, you are to present a sacred offering to the Lord each year from the first of your ground flour. But suppose you unintentionally fail to carry out all these commands that the Lord has given you through Moses, and suppose your descendants in the future fail to do everything the Lord has commanded through Moses. If the mistake was made unintentionally, and the community was unaware of it, the whole community must present a young bull for a burnt offering as a pleasing aroma to the Lord." It must be offered along with its prescribed grain offering and liquid offering, and with one male goat for a sin offering. With it the priests will purify the whole community of Israel, making them right with the Lord, and they will be forgiven. For it was an unintentional sin, and they have corrected it with their offerings to the Lord, and a special gift and the sin offering. The whole community of Israel will be forgiven, including the foreigners living among you all the people were involved in the sin. If one individual commits an unintentional sin, the guilty person must bring a one-year-old female goat for a sin offering. The priest will sacrifice it to purify the guilty person before the Lord, and that person will be forgiven. These same instructions apply both to native-born Israelites and to the foreigners living among you. But those who brazenly violate the Lord's will Whether native-born Israelites or foreigners have blasphemed the Lord, they must be cut off from the community. Since they have treated the Lord's word with contempt and deliberately disobeyed His command, they must be completely cut off and suffer the punishment for their guilt. One day, while the people of Israel were in the wilderness, they discovered a man gathering wood on the Sabbath day. The people who found him doing this work took him before Moses, Aaron, and the rest of the community. They held him in custody because they did not know what to do with him. Then the Lord said to Moses, The man must be put to death. The whole community must stone him outside the camp. So the whole community took the man outside the camp and stoned him to death, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Throughout the generations to come, you must make tassels for the hems of your clothing and attach them to the blue cord. When you see the tassels, you will remember and obey all the commands of the Lord instead of following your own desires and defiling yourselves, as you are prone to do. The tassels will help you remember that you must obey all my commands and be holy to your God. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that I might be your God. I am the Lord your God.
0: Scripture reading from the New Living Translation by Emily Herrera. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. If you live in the Greenwood, Indiana area and you're looking for a church, we'd love to have you come visit us at New Hope Church. We're at 5307 West Fairview Road. Our service begins at 10 a.m. I look forward to seeing you there tomorrow.